Well, hello there, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. My name is Caitlin Mitchell, and I am your host. So the idea for this episode actually came from the fact that Jessica and I have been working just really hard on our September bundle for our membership in the EV Teachers Club. And that bundle has been really, really laser focused on informational text and how to write effective claims and support those claims with evidence from the text and justify them, et cetera. Like, you know, the whole enchilada for informational text, if you will. And while we were working on this bundle, she and I were talking and we realized, you know, this would be a great podcast episode talking about informational text and that it would be really helpful for you for easy and meaningful ways to incorporate it into your classroom. And so lo and behold, that's where today's episode came from. Now, before we get into all the informational text world here, if you'd like to learn more about our monthly membership, which is called the EB Teachers Club, you can head over to ebacademics.com forward slash membership to get all of the details. Again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash membership. And in a nutshell, because I could go on and on and on talking about just how much I love our membership, but in a nutshell... It's a monthly uh, monthly membership where we provide you with monthly Common Core State Standards aligned ELA lessons specifically for your middle school classroom. And as I mentioned above, the September lesson plan bundle is focused on informational text. While the August bundle that we created is all about literary analysis, the July bundle is focused on narrative, things like that. Um, So we have our monthly bundles. The membership also includes free professional development trainings that we do. We have extra free content that you gain access to each month. And then what's really cool is you get 30% off of all of our resources all the time. And my absolute favorite, favorite part of the membership is that once you join is you get to become part of just an incredible community of like minded middle school ELA teachers to share your wins, share your successes, ask questions, and just talk about what you're doing in your classroom with other people who are doing that same exact thing right alongside you. So the community is actually my favorite part of the membership, and it's something that I just adore, um, or just getting to know all of our members. So if you're in our monthly membership, you know exactly what I'm talking about, because it really is just such a special place. So again, if you want to learn more about that and add your name to the wait list, you can visit ebacademics.com forward slash membership. Okay, enough about that. Let's go ahead and get right into today's episode. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host, from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. Okay, so I have to ask you a question, and I want you to be completely honest when you answer it. How many of us, and raise your hand safely if you can, if you're driving, keep both hands on the wheel, but how many of us get just next level excited to teach informational text? My guess is probably not too many of us if we're being completely honest with ourselves because I know this because I often get questions on Instagram about 
how to incorporate informational text, how to teach it. Do I teach it as a separate entity from my literature units? All kinds of questions for how to incorporate it effectively because it really can be a bear to tackle and weave into your curriculum in an effective and meaningful way, right? But it doesn't have to be that way. And that's exactly what this episode is about. We are going to be discussing four different strategies that are really going to help you best include informational text into your ELA classroom. So one thing that I do want to say up front before before we get into those four strategies, is that I found that instead of having just like an isolated informational text unit in my scope and sequence that's just solely focused on informational text, right? It's actually much more interesting and much more beneficial and actually a lot easier for me as a teacher to integrate an informational text article or maybe two of them within my literature units. And doing this makes the units so much richer and more meaningful. It really encourages students to form deeper connections to the novel, to the short story or the poem or whatever it is that we're studying. And they're able to analyze the piece of literature more critically with that newfound information from the informational text article that I've had them read in conjunction with that particular unit. So here's what I would suggest we all start doing when it comes to incorporating informational text into our curriculum. So once we determine which articles will be beneficial for any given unit that we have, we should make use of the following four strategies. So strategy number one is to assign ongoing articles for students to read that correlate with the themes that are being studied in our class novel or in our literature circles that we're currently doing. So News ELA or Newzella, however you decide to say it, I I don't know if this is like an Oxford comma debate that we're going to have, but I call it News ELA. News ELA is an amazing resource for finding leveled articles that you can use in conjunction with your units and their search engine within News ELA is absolutely phenomenal for doing this. And the best place to start with this, with this idea of using this with the, within your, um, your class novels or your literature circles is to decide on a specific theme or a specific topic that you want to focus on with your unit. Then you go find maybe one article or two articles that are just a nice supplement to that unit. And what's cool is you can grab leveled articles for your students. Um, I think depending on what specific uh, level of news ELA membership that you have, you can grab leveled articles to really differentiate for your classroom. So then you can have them read the articles where you see appropriate within your unit. So that maybe halfway through your unit or maybe after a specific chapter in the novel that you're studying or maybe it's at the end of reading the text as a whole. So wherever it is that you decide to incorporate those informational text pieces that you found, it's important that you decide how you are going to discuss the relationship between the informational text and the literary piece that you're studying, right? You don't want to just read them at the same time in isolation from one another. You want to have your students make those connections. So one way that I've done this effectively is I've given my students what I call an informational text reading response choice board. And some of you might own this already from our Teachers Pay Teacher store. And it's really helpful um, because 
the way that it works is all of the choices that I provide for my students um, encourages them to form deeper analysis of the informational text piece that they've read, right? So this choice board allows them to pick and choose what questions they want to respond to. And what's great about that is that after students have read the literary piece and the informational text and answered the questions of their choice from the choice board, well, then students can break into small groups and they can discuss discuss the text and their responses. And it's just a really cool way for students to have those rich conversations that we're after, right, about that piece of literature that we're all studying together. Um, so to reiterate, strategy number one is to assign ongoing articles for students to read throughout a class novel or your literature circles. So make sure that they correlate to the themes that you are studying within that particular unit. Okay, strategy number two is to include an informational text article in at least one of your Socratic seminars for a particular unit. And if you don't utilize Socratic seminar, that's totally fine. You can absolutely use this idea for any sort of discussion-based activity that you do in your classroom. So let me give you an example so you can see what this actually looks like in practice. So for my Socratic seminar for the short story, The Gift of the Magi by O. Henry, I had my students read two different articles. One was an arts and culture informational article titled five things to know about giving and receiving holiday gifts. And then I also had them read a second article, which was a financial article titled many Americans expected to spend less on gifts this year. And I got both of those from news ELA. And so I had them read the short story. They read those two informational text articles. And then I gave my students some discussion questions to utilize as a part of our our Socratic seminar. So one of those, or I'll give you actually three examples. So the first example is, in your opinion, what is the author's strongest piece of evidence that he or she uses to support the claim? And why is it the strongest? Second question that I gave them is, what else would you like to learn about this topic? What in the text made you want to learn more information? And then a third uh, example of a question that I would give my students is, identify any connections between the article and the short story, The Gift of the Magi. And so I give my students those questions. They read those articles and the short story. And then we have just a really cool Socratic seminar where students are making just incredible connections that wouldn't have been made had they not read those informational texts pieces. So having students analyze the piece of literature in conjunction with the informational text articles really, really strengthens that discussion. And there are so many text connections made that are just cool. You know, when you sit there as a teacher and you're like, wow, that's awesome. It's stuff like that. And I love things like that. So students, Um, Again, strategy number two is to utilize informational text as a part of your Socratic seminars or discussion-based activities in class. Okay, moving on to strategy number three. So strategy number three is to find a related informational text article to the literature unit that you're teaching, but then to use task cards that are specifically designed for informational text. And doing this is going to have your students dig deeper into the text and again, produce those rich 
deep conversations that we want them to have. So here are some ideas that you can use with this strategy in your classroom. So instead of having students just read the text and answer the task cards, which is boring and we don't want them to do, right? We want to use the task cards to our benefit and create more engagement with our students. So I have four different ways that you can utilize the task cards to have your students answer the questions just in a different way. So number one is to simple, have them partner up and do a think pair share way more interesting than just writing answers down on a piece of paper. Number two is you can place students into small groups and provide each group with one task card. And then their small group is responsible for creating a visual display of their discussion. And so one, uh, their classmates, you know, every classmate can learn from each other and you can do a gallery walk. If you want to, you can do presentations if you want to, however, you want to incorporate that into your classroom, but it's just a great way to get students teaching their classmates. Number three is to have students do the discussions in a jigsaw fashion. So if you're not familiar with jigsaw, the way that it works is you would break your students up into small groups of say four and each group gets one task card and all four members of each group would become experts on that topic. So one group of four gets one task card and all four members in that group become experts on that particular question that's on that task card. Well, then students are going to break up so that they're in new groups, but each member in this new group is an expert on a different topic or task card because they all came from different groups. So you're like fitting the puzzle pieces together, if you will. And then this can continue depending on how many questions and groups that you have. And it's a great activity because when students teach their classmates about a specific topic, it really allows them to just make such stronger connections and such deeper connections, right? I'm sure you've experienced the same thing that when you teach somebody something, you have a whole different level of understanding of that topic than if you were just a passive learner, right? Um, Okay. And then the final idea that is always a class favorite, my students always love this, is to hold a silent debate on large poster boards. So with this one, students basically walk around and answer each task card question that's next to the large poster board. Um, So they answer their question, but then they also have to respond to and comment on their classmates' responses. And so I usually require my students to respond to at least two of their classmates' responses for this activity. Okay, so to recap, strategy number three is to use informational text task cards in a variety of ways to allow your students to hold richer discussions and conversations about a text. All right, finally, moving in to strategy number four, and that is to make use of specifically informational text graphic organizers to help students engage with the text again in a meaningful way and also deepen their critical thinking skills. So using this strategy, this one's actually one of my favorites. Um, It's really proven to be helpful in so many different settings in my classroom because it's not just them reading and filling out an informational text graphic organizer. No, I can use those informational text graphic organizers for individual informal assessments, uh, for part for partner work, for even culminating assessments that they get a grade for. So if you find some informational text graphic organizers that allow you to utilize them in a multitude of ways, that's a win-win for everybody, if you ask me, right? There's nothing better than graphic organizers that can be used over and over again in a variety of ways. Um, and graphic organizers can really 
really support students, right, as they navigate through maybe more difficult informational texts that you've provided for them. So I would highly recommend finding just some generic informational text graphic organizers that you can use again and again in your classroom. Um, if you'd like to check out the same ones that I use, I, we actually have them in our Teachers Pay Teacher store, and you can check those out by going to ebacademics.com forward slash informational text. Again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash informational text. And you know what I'll do is I'll put them on sale for the rest of this week so that you can grab those at a discounted price if that's something that you are interested in. Okay, so one time, one last time, let's recap all of our four strategies for today's episode. So number one is to assign ongoing informational text articles that relate to the theme or topic of the text that you are currently studying. Number two is to include an informational text article in a Socratic seminar or discussion-based activity. Number three is to use specific informational text task cards in a variety of ways in your classroom. And number four is to utilize informational text graphic organizers to help students make meaningful connections and deepen their critical thinking skills. Okay, so that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I would love it if you would take a moment to leave us a review. I know it takes just a little bit of time, but even if you just give us, you know, four stars or whatever it is that you decide to rate our podcast, um, that helps us get the word out and allows this podcast to get into the hands and into the ears and the minds of more middle school ELA teachers just like yourself. So again, please leave us a review and then also come follow us on Instagram. We are at EB Academics and I love engaging with and meeting our podcast listeners virtually through Instagram and through that app. All right, I will see you guys next Tuesday.